Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 879, for Saturday, July 15th, 2023. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Climbing five spots back into the top 20, at number 20, Hegemony, by Varnabas Timotio and Vangelis Bahirtakis, published by Hegemonic Project Games, with 14,329 views, a gain of 2,932, or 26%. And it's also 1,265, more than last week's number 20. Down 2 to 19, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 14,533, about 200 more than Hegemony, and a gain of 2.5%. After popping back into the top 10 for its 20th week there, down 9 to 18, Earth, by Maxime Tardif, published by Inside Up Games, with 15,794, about 1,200 more than terraforming Mars, but a decline of 16%. Jumping ten spots from 27 to 17, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 16,077. That's about 300 more than Earth, and a big 45% increase. This is Everdell's first top 20 appearance since January 14th, six months ago, when it was number 11. But for all but Two of the weeks since then, it has been in the top 30. Back down 5 to 16, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 16,185, just 108, more than Everdell, a decline of 11%. Tumbling 8 spots from 7 to 15, Frosthaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 19,733, 3,500 more than Brass. Uh, so we continually see this point where there's a sort of a big drop-off at some point. Uh, for many weeks, when Dune Imperium was number 11, that's where the drop-off was, at number 11. Well, this week, that drop is all the way down at number 15. So... It's a generally elevated environment uh, the higher up we go. Now, that is a 14% decline in page views for Frosthaven, though, as it ends a 34-week run back in the top 10, which also included three weeks at number one. It's spent seven total weeks in number one, at number one. I would expect it to re-enter the top 10 at some point. After climbing four last week, inching up one more to 14 in this elevated environment, Planet Unknown, by Adam Rayberg and Ryan Lambert, published by Adam's Apple Games, with 19,865. 132 more than Frosthaven, but a gain of 19%. That's more than 3,000 views more than last week, and yet it only manages to climb one spot. Repeating at number 13 for the third consecutive week, Spirit Island, 
by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games with 21,186, 1,300 more than Planet Unknown, and a gain of 17%, also more than 3,000 views, and yet again, it's only able to hold position. Dropping six spots from six to twelve, Ark Nova, by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games with 22,062, about 900 more than Spirit Island, and a decline of only 4%, but it tumbles six spots and ends an 82-week run back in the top ten, which included 26 weeks at number one, the third most weeks at the top ever. An 82-week run is, well, that's more than a year and a half that it has been in the top 10. And I would definitely expect Ark Nova to make its way back into the top 10 again. After jumping all the way up to number three two weeks ago, and then last week falling all the way back to 18, bouncing back up seven to 11, The Castles of Burgundy, the special edition, by Stefan Felt, published by Alia Ravensburger and Awaken Realms, with 22,189, 127 more than Arc Nova, a gain of 65%, or almost 9,000 views from last week. We have six new entries in the top ten, and four of them are debuts. That six new entries is the most we've seen in nine months, going back to October 15th of last year, the six falling out are from 6 to 12, Ark Nova, from 7 to 15, Frosthaven, from 9 to 18, Earth, from 3 to 21, Barcelona, from 4 to 28, Cyclades, the legendary edition, and from 10 to 47, Tenaris Adventures. Our first new entry returns after five months away and charts for the third time. Number 10, Expeditions, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 22,244. Only 55 more than the Castles of Burgundy, only 182 more than Arc Nova, so it did not miss the top 10 by much. But more than double what it had last week when it was number 35, so a 25-position jump for Expeditions. Expeditions is the sequel to Scythe, released in 2016, currently ranked number 16, and the setting is it incorporates the Tunguska meteor event from about 100 years ago that crash-landed in Russia. It's a competitive, card-driven, engine-building game of exploration, and pre-orders have now shipped. This mark of 22,000-plus for the number 10 game is 3,500 more than last week's number 10. After two weeks at number 5, down 4 to 9, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skilled Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder, with 23,613, about 1,400 more than Expeditions, a decline of 11%, as it ends a 12-week run back in the top 5, which included one week at number one. Repeating at number eight for the second week, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf 
with 23,860, about 250 more than heat, and a gain of 8%. It needed that gain to be able to stay in the top 10. If it had had the same number of views as last week, it would have been down where Arc Nova is at number 12. And then Heat would have been the longest-running game in the top 10. It's been a very long time since only 36 weeks has been enough to be the longest-running game. But that's not true, because Dune has 109. Our second new entry charts for the fifth time and returns after more than a year away. Number 7, Gloomholden, by Joe Klipfel, with 27,135 views, about 3,300 more than Dune. Gloomholden is, quote, an 18-card, no-table-needed version of Gloomhaven, unquote. This game hit number one back in 2021, won the Golden Geek for print-and-play last year, and returns here for a very specific reason, which I'll get to in a minute. Debuting at number six, The White Castle, by Sheila Santos and Israel Sendrero, published by Devere, with 30,137, about 3,000, almost exactly, it's 3,002, more than Gloomholden. The White Castle is, quote, an a Euro-type game with resource management, worker placement, and dice placement, unquote. It's set at Himeji Castle in Japan, which is famous from the Shogun period of a few centuries ago. Debuting at number five, Unreliable Wizard by Kamibayashi, published by Salt and Pepper Games, with 33,251, about 3,000 more than The White Castle. This is a 32-card solo game themed around a wizard gathering a party and saving a princess. Previously, it's only been in Japanese. In fact, the listing on BoardGameGeek lists the Japanese spelling first, and it has Unreliable Wizard in parentheses. But there is a GameFound project coming soon for an English, 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 and Spanish translation of the game. After two weeks at number one, stepping back to number four, Mr. President by Gene Billingsley, published by GMT Games with 35,270, about 2,000, more than Unreliable Wizard, a decline of 38%. After two weeks at number two, moving back one to three, The Witcher, Old World, by Lukasz Wozniak, published by Go On Board and CD Projekt Red, with 43,341, 8,000 more than Mr. President, and a decline of just 4.5%, or only about 2,000 views off of where it was last week. That leaves the top two spots for debuts, the first of those is at number two, Far Shore, by James A. Wilson and Clarissa A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 45,745, 2,400 more than The Witcher. Far Shore is a re-implementation of Everdell, released in 2018 and currently ranked number 31 on Board Game Geek. The setting for this game moves it from being in a forest to being alongside the ocean, and changes the resources. Still, it is an Everdell-type game, and it is the first in the, quote, Edges of the Map, unquote, series, which expands the Everdell world. One reviewer likened this to 
the Ticket to Ride series, where each game is very similar and yet different. Debuting at number one, Gloomhaven, Buttons and Bugs, by Joe Klipfell and Nikki Valens, published by Cephalofair Games, with 51,897, 6,000 clear of Far Shore. As perhaps you can guess, Buttons and Bugs is based on the print-and-play Gloomholden, which, as I said, was an 18-card version of Gloomhaven. This has more than that. There is, this is a, a larger version of Gloomholden. There's a lot more bits and pieces for one, more cards. But it is a one-player game with single-card scenarios and an original campaign story by Gloomhaven designer Isaac Childress. For Saturday, July 15th, 2023.